changing lives every day through innovative pediatric specialty care, research, and outstanding medical education. That's Shriners Hospitals for Children, Chicago. Proud to present another episode of our podcast series, Pediatric Specialty Care Spotlight. Here's Melanie Cole. Welcome. Our topic today is arthrogryposis. My guests are Dr. Haluk Altiuk. He's an orthopedic surgeon at Shriners Hospitals for Children, Chicago, and Dr. Sue Mukherjee. She's a board-certified pediatric physical medicine and rehabilitation physician and physiatrist at Shriners Hospitals for Children, Chicago. Welcome to the show, doctors. So, Dr. Altiuk, I'd like to start with you. What is arthrogryposis? Arthrogryposis is a term we use to describe the condition of the extremities, which are usually stiff and contracted. So it's just a term to describe the condition, and it could be present in many disorders, over 300 to 400 uh, genetically proven disorders. So um, it's a statement to describe the patient's condition involving both upper and lower extremities. Do we know what causes it, Dr. Altiuk? Uh, there are certainly some cases. Uh, we have definitely genetic evidence, um, and we have a name for the disease, but sometimes all we can say that the patient has arthrogryposis, even though that doesn't mean that there is an arthrogryposis disease, but it just uh, describes the condition of them. So yes, uh, to your question, we have uh, answers to many of the underlying problems, but sometimes we do not. Dr. Mukherjee, when is this condition diagnosed? Is it something that that would be noticed in utero, or when is it diagnosed? It's often something that we see at birth. So we will see limbs that have uh, taken a contracted condition. Uh, Babies in utero often are in um, certain positions, and sometimes there are clues that the muscles and bones and joints are not developing normally. And sometimes we don't uh, know about it until the child is born and we see that the range of motion for for the limbs is restricted. Um, I'd like to add to Dr. Uh, Altiak's comments that uh, there can be a number of different reasons for why the range of motion of these joints is restricted. Sometimes it's a nerve or muscle issue uh, with the newborn and sometimes it's a restriction of movement due to the shape of the uterus, for example, or some other reason why the infant cannot move fully in utero. Dr. Mukherjee, as complex conditions such as this can affect the child's bones and muscles and joints, but other parts can be affected as well. Speak about how Shriners treats the whole child and helps them to adapt to their situation and even including the family. Here at Shriners, we have an interdisciplinary team of physicians, therapists, and nurses who work together on goals to achieve the child's maximal integration into both the home as well as into community activities such as at school. So we focus on the individual movements of certain joints such as in the hand or in the foot or in the hips or other joints, and we make sure that they not only improve those Uh, smaller movements, but they can incorporate those movements into larger functional activities such as feeding or dressing and then using those functional activities into larger integrated activities such as going to school and participating in play with other children, which is the ultimate goal. Dr. Altiuk, what are some of the questions that parents ask you regarding treatment options and when they find out that this is the situation? What do you hear from parents? 
Um, it's a, it is a complex, um, you know, a problem. So most of the time, um, number one uh, wish from the family is to see their child to walk. Uh, as time goes on, though, um, we all realize that the ultimate goal should be their individual um, independence when they get older. So our goals and the way we approach that changes over the time period. So we tend to educate the family when they when we meet the first time. And we try to answer their concerns and questions, and we try to come up with a plan that both families and as a physician, we both um, uh, stick to it and then um, work together towards that goal. So it takes a time, but um, it's, a, it's a very um, a rewarding um, practice, and um, we enjoy the successes uh, of their children and, and what they do and, and how they function together. Dr. Mukherjee, let's speak about some of the non-surgical treatment options available. Speak about intensive outpatient or that, you know, you already mentioned about the multidisciplinary approach, but what does rehab look like for these children? It really depends on the child. So a child with arthrogryposis can look very different from another child with the same named condition. Uh, And so the strategies we use to try to maximize their function may be different. So part of it depends on what the goals are that we're trying to achieve, whether it's something with regards to opening their mouth uh, to achieve feeding or some other activities or opening their hand so that they can uh, use their hand more functionally. But we will use a combination of strategies, uh, both things like strengthening and stretching, as well as electrical stimulation in muscles that can be stimulated to try to grow those, sometimes casting to improve position and joint range of motion. And then a lot of it is based on uh, function-based movement practice, which may include a swimming pool or other activity-based movements, such as uh, a treadmill or uh, an electrical stimulation bike sometimes or other activities that help to move the joints in different ways. Dr. Altiuk, now surgical and clinical care for arthrogryposis. What, what are some surgeries that patients might need and how do you, when does that discussion come into play? Kids with arthrogryposis usually present with multi-joint problems such as uh, hip dislocation, knee flexion contractures, or foot and ankle problems such as club feet. Um, it tends to affect um, the conversation immediately, uh, and we tend to work on these aggressively. Uh, as we know that the more we get their uh, alignment into a better position, um, they can use the brace and they can actually participate in different stages of their rehab better. So the conversation starts early on, but the first year um, we tend to be more conservative and we focus heavily on the rehab uh, to make sure that uh, we get their emotions back as much as we can. Uh, but at the end, uh, many kids with arthrogryposis, they end up having um, numerous surgeries in regard to their feet, uh, knees, and, and hips, and sometimes to their spine. Dr. Mukherjee, where does that fit into the rehab picture? As Dr. Altiuk has said, these surgeries work in combination with the rehab, and sometimes rehab goes first. What happens if they do have a surgery? Then how do you include occupational therapy, the splints and casts, physical therapy? How does that all work together? Uh, both before and after surgery, the therapy is an important aspect. One is preparing the child for surgery so that the muscles are optimized, including nutrition and things like that. After surgery, we want to rebuild muscles and teach the child to move in in new functional ways. So sometimes children learn 
patterns of movement based on the range of motion that they have. And when they have a new range of motion uh, and the joint is in a more optimal position, we can we may have to work with them to retrain them on how to move. And so the combination of the different therapists focusing on different functional tasks that they're going to practice on a daily basis becomes very important before they go home so that they learn to move in more ideally more efficient ways in that improved position so that we can maintain it. Dr. Altiuk, what is the outlook for these children if this is something that you spot early on in childhood or even right after birth? What does life look like for them as teenagers and on into their lives? Um, they are born with many challenges, but um, they live up to their challenges. And um, many kids, many, many kids, um, as they walk into their adult life, uh, they become um, successful, uh, independent individuals. Uh, we actually looked into a number of adult patients who were treated in our hospital after a long period of time, and we were able to kind of assess their um, well-being uh, and their outlook into the life. Um, uh, they actually f did fare extremely well. Um, they had some um, musculoskeletal issues, such as some joint stiffness and pain, but um, their occupation, their education, and um, uh, well-being was at par with the rest of the general population. So the outlook is extremely well, especially um, if their treatment is well uh, coordinated with rehab and, um, and timely uh, surgeries. Dr. Mukherjee, your hospital hosted a Family Education Day recently. Tell us about that. Yeah, we had a wonderful day with a number of different people, including myself, Dr. Altiak, and Dr. Fishman, who is a hand surgeon here at Chicago Shriners. Uh, together, we presented different options uh, from a rehab and surgical standpoint, as well as several other uh, interdisciplinary presenters from a nutritional standpoint, from psychology, from OT and PT, uh, looking at equipment um, and braces and lots of different options. We also had a bit of a... a a vendor fair and a, like a show-and-tell area where families could explore other resources that were available, uh, both in terms of uh, adaptive sports and adaptive activities, some games to play, and some things to entertain the kids. It was really nice to hear from uh, the interdisciplinary team as well as some um, uh, family members or people who have arthrogryposis at different stages, both uh, families of uh parents of younger children, as well as adults with arthrogryposis who were able to present on their firsthand experience, having uh, had the lived experience with the condition and the different ways that they met different challenges and how important uh, peer interaction is to help them problem solve and to find uh, uh, peer mentorship to help answer some of the questions that are difficult for us to answer uh, as clinicians. Before I ask Dr. Altiuk to wrap up this segment for us, and it's been such great information, Dr. Mukherjee, you mentioned nutrition twice. You've spoken about the multidisciplinary care, and then you even mentioned the psychology and the psychosocial aspect of arthrogryposis. Please just for a minute go over why nutrition and the psychosocial aspect of this condition are something that are included in that multidisciplinary care and rehab. So the team 
has a number of different goals. As mentioned, some of the some of the goals are to ensure that children are uh, moving certain joints well and able to incorporate those things into different activities. The psychologist can look at barriers with regards to are there issues with the child's mental health or well-being or the family's mental health or well-being to allow them to fully participate and uh, continue the therapies both in the home setting as well as into the community. Nutrition is important partly to uh, make sure that children are equipped nutritionally to heal well from surgeries as well as to make sure they have vital building blocks such as vitamin D and calcium to build backbones um, to make sure they have enough protein nutrition and have enough uh, hemoglobin to make sure that they are, are well equipped to heal from surgical procedures as well as to maximize their impact from rehab. So we all work very closely together to ensure that all the pieces are in place so that the child can achieve the maximum benefit from their rehabilitation and surgical care. What a good point. So Dr. Altuk, last word to you. Please wrap this up for us with the with the best information, the questions parents ask, the things that they would like to know about arthrogryposis, and what you tell them about treatment options available and the outlook for children. Um, what I would say them that we work here as a team, and we will be always with them and walk to um, the line with them. So their kids present with arthrogryposis present very complex challenges, but. Um, uh, orthopedic surgery, rehab, uh, and many other uh, subspecialties have answers to many of these challenges. Even though there could be some hardship along the way, I do believe um, we will make sure that um, um, kids with arthrogryposis reach to adulthood um, as being um, successful and um, uh, and educated individuals that can take care of themselves in the future. So. Um, we are there for them, and uh, and um, the secret is to work together and understand the problem and uh, make a good plan to achieve those goals uh, uh, with timely-based rehab and, and surgery. Thank you both so much for joining us. This is Pediatric Specialty Care Spotlight with Shriners Hospitals for Children Chicago. For more information, please visit ShrinersChicago.org. That's ShrinersChicago.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.